0: Welcome, Achievers, to your Easy Achievers Game Podcast for the week of May 5th, 2020. I'm doing this early in the morning. Yeah, I, I'm, man, I'm generally a night owl, so I'm. I'm generally, like, doing these late at night. But I wanted to have a good night's sleep, wake up, do it really early in the morning, as early as I could, anyway, and enjoy the day afterwards, I guess. Um have all day to edit it and post it, these things. Because a little peek behind the curtain. I generally record in the night, 10, 11-ish Eastern. And then I'll usually have it render either overnight or, you know, it's finished whenever it's done rendering. And then I will pick it up in the morning, thumbnail, description, timestamps, Twitter posts, etc. But today I'm doing it a little different. Early in the morning, just you and me. Remember, you are a host on this podcast alongside with me. This is nothing without you, so I appreciate you stopping by. Remember, everything I mentioned today is a dialogue, an open discussion. So if you have a comment on it, remember, leave a comment. If you have some sort of issue or gripe, tweet at me. Everything's open, so any issues, comments, let me know. Let's just start today's show, not so rapid fire. Respawners had to apologize for Star Wars Jedi Survivor on PC. Let's read a little bit of their apology. We are aware that Star Wars Jedi Survivor isn't performing to our standards for a percentage of our PC players. In particular, those with high-end machines or certain specific configurations. For example, players using cutting-edge multi-threaded chipsets designed for Windows 11 were encountering problems on Windows 10 or high-end GPUs coupled with lower-performing CPUs also saw unexpected frame loss. Rest assured, we are working to address these cases quickly. They go on to say, well, there is no single comprehensive solution for PC performance. The team has been working on fixes. Um. Wow. So that's kind of like an apology without an apology, meaning like you kind of put it back on them. Like, well, it's not our fault. Right? very interesting way of going about this as far as i understand from the pc crowd they kind of all just collectively laughed at this as they were like oh so it's us we don't really think it's our problem we think it's something with the game but uh i am not in tuned with the pc audience so i can't really speak too much other than to say uh i i would be shocked that all the issues that i saw were just people's builds and nothing with the game Bungie has won twelve million dollars in a lawsuit against cheat seller Veteran Cheats, as they continue their crusade against the cheat sellers. They are constantly going into lawsuit after lawsuit to try and discourage these um, cheat sellers uh, to ongoing, especially with their, of course, hit game, Destiny. Sidebar: They did announce yesterday that they will be increasing the season pass by twenty percent. It's so one of those interesting things where you where the season pass, if you don't buy it like all up front, you have to buy like their in-game currency for silver. And now the season pass you now have to buy more silver uh than you can easily to buy the season pass. So it's like twelve hundred silver, but I think you have to buy twenty bucks to get that technically. Or you have to buy a ten and a five, so it's like fifteen bucks. So like it's it's a interesting number of silver to buy this stuff. Hilarious, uh, to say the least. Uh, it seemed like people were upset, but no, not many people were. Final Fantasy Sixteen is banned in Saudi Arabia by its official ratings board. Uh, they pretty much tweeted this out and went on to say uh they did not want to change the things that they said they'd have to change to put it in there good for them remember saudi arabia uh, is a terrible uh, fucked up place no no offense to the people who live there i have nothing but love for you so your government a new xbox home screen is being tested in their early access program that will make the home screen slightly bigger um i didn't know how to put this so not it doesn't make the home screen bigger it makes like the the actual tiles smaller So you're able to see the background more. When they released dynamic things, a lot of people were like, oh, they look great, but we can't see them. Uh, It's obstructed by the entire home screen. So uh, it looks like they took that uh, uh, address, or sorry, they took the, um, I guess, complaints and addressing them pretty quickly, which is nice to see. Um, You can already see uh, drawings. No, not drawings. Jesus. You can already see videos of it uh, online if you'd like to go check it out. It looks cool. I mean, it just, I mean, it really just looks like they just moved everything slightly down. It looks fine. I'm, I'm excited. Or I guess slightly smaller. According to Axios, Riot will pay $100 million in a settlement of their 2018 class action lawsuit over several allegations ranging from gender discrimination, sexual harassment, and a toxic work environment. One thousand five hundred forty-eight women will receive this compensation on forced class action, meaning that hundred million is broken up between everybody. Anything can range from I think I saw from like twenty-five hundred to forty thousand dollars. So like, it seems like anyone affected via like even resumes and things, you, if you know, you can you can like get in touch and get the money. And then um, so that that's a huge uh, sum of money. Right, has to pay. Uh, and as far as I understand, it's hard to prove that this even happens. So. Good for them for winning and it seems justice has prevailed as as far as I understand it's very hard to prove that something like that happened. So if they did prove it, you might have to go with them. Beyond a shout-up to of that, of course. This is via VGC. We have some Hogwarts sales from the horse's mouth. Quote Hogwarts Legacy has amassed more than one billion dollars in retail sales and over fifteen million units sold worldwide to date. Today, the team is launching the game on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, uh, end quote. This is via Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav. He said this during the company's earning call. Again, this is by VGC. They transcribed the entire earnings call. Quote, this is our fifth billion-plus gaming franchise alongside Mortal Kombat, Game of Thrones, our LEGO games, and DC. And there are lots more games coming, including Hardware's Legacy on Switch later this year, end quote. Wow, just constantly dominating. WB reminding us that they have many more franchises to go into. Now, I did not have time to write this up because I literally saw this as I was hitting start on the podcast. So, new Superman game hinted by Warner Brothers Discovery Boss. This is over on Tweak Town. Wow, what a name. Jesus Christ. Uh, this was like, yeah, like posted like two minutes ago. I saw this, clicked it uh, on my Twitter. Warner Brothers discovered Tease's new games uh, could release alongside DC feature films, including a new Superman interactive experience. In a recent earnings call, we just went over, uh, Zazloff spoke about power and flexibility of the company's video game profile. More specifically, Zazloff discussed how its wealth of only you own would compass, blah, blah, blah interactive from feature films to games. Sawmill so points to Hogwarts Legacy's billion dollars overperforms as a key example of how companies like blend across movies and games while directly mentioning it. So let's get to the actual quote. We have a very good gaming business with 11 different studios and a really talented uh, capability. But the real different uh, differentiator differentiator for us as a company is that we own our ip that ip belongs to us and we're developing it and in some cases we may choose to develop it with a third party game technology technology company third party video game company We may be the only media company that owns, whether it be DC Universe, Harry Potter, all the content we own, Game of Thrones, that's for us to deploy. I think that's particularly important strategically. If you look at Hogwarts Legacy, a big piece of success of that game is that you go into it. If you're a player, you go into that game and you're in that world. That's a kind of new concept. Not really, but okay. Before it was was gaming and it was storytelling, and now it's very difficult to understand what the definition of the metaverse is. Jesus Christ when we launch a product on max or hbo stupid name and when we have a game that game belongs to us and now there's a there's this in-betweener it may be in the next couple years that we launch a superman movie and People spend more time, and there's more economics of people just hanging out in the Superman world and universe. The fact we own all of that is something that I think is going to be really important. As we look forward, as technology develops, and given the amount of time that people spend on gaming, we don't want to be in the motion picture and long-form storytelling business and have someone else in the business of hanging out in those worlds. Those worlds are going to be quite profitable in the years ahead. It's not... People, I think, got a little too excited about this. He's not directly saying, oh, there's going to be a Spider-Man. But he's bringing up the idea, well, if we released a Spider- Superman movie. Did I say Spider-Man again? Jesus Christ. Spider-Man's on the mind because um, uh, I-, I keep thinking about the game coming out in uh, September. I don't know why. Uh, so Superman is in the, the mind. People kind of got really excited about this and, and start bringing it up in, in these things. And I just had to say, like, yeah, you know. He said like that would be a good idea. Pretty much, I wouldn't be shocked if that's already development. Um, if I remember right, James Gunn, when he was announcing all this, said like, uh, like, get, like he wanted everything to be tied together in the universe. So like, if he makes a Superman game, he would not wouldn't he would want that to be tied with the movie, or vice versa. and He like mentioned that stuff overhandling. I would not be shocked if there's something Superman that works. Um, but we've been saying that for a long time, so. Who, know, who knows at this point? But I think it's uh to pretty much ratify that Warner Brothers is very confident in this, in, in themselves. As only a few years ago, we were talking about them selling off all their stuff. at wanted to sell a lot of uh their gaming wing off to pay off some of their loan debt. Uh, and that just seemed to have been rumors. Or maybe they were, but they didn't find any suitors. There was a bunch of rumors at that time. Who knows what's real? hard to believe that something like that would get out from like a rumor uh, because of how high end everything turns out to be oh the animals are back so we would have to we would have to see but that's pretty much all I have to add to that story very very impressive that WB commands so much hopefully they use more of it because they have they are generally quiet especially when you compare they're only just now starting to really flex the muscles. Let's hope they have a big swing in the next decade. What have you been playing? Of course, this is what I ask you. And ask myself, what have you been playing? Remember, comment below, tweet at me. Whatever you're interested in. I have been playing more Advanced Wars. I finally finished the first one. Played lots more Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Fantastic game. Fantastic game. I feel like I'm halfway through the game right now. Maybe a little more. Uh, But it's great. I mean, geez, it really is something very impressive that they were able to make uh, with this title. I love it. Very much love this title. The performance leaves a lot to be desired. I will say I'm only having, honestly, m- big issues in the main world. I don't want to spoil it too much, but like, there's pretty much a main world you spend most of your time in. And that's where the biggest performance issues are. I think it's obvious. I, I think that's kind of... Uh, planned for most people that uh, play this game that the main little area i forget what it's called already because uh, i keep wanting to say one world but it's not i know it's the second world so uh it's not important but that's where i get most of my performance this year. so once i like leave there and go somewhere else like it's not that bad but aside from that i have like some visual things i feel like the patches that they've already at least kind of fixed a lot of the problems so I don't have too, too much to really get upset about. I'm, I'm just, I'm loving the game so far. I'll have more to say later on. Of course, I'll have a spoiler cast for this with somebody. So I'll have more to talk about later on. But right now, it's a great game. The combat is actually very nice. The different ways that you can engage in combat are very satisfying. Uh, I, the only thing I have left, the upgrade paths, I feel like don't feel that good. Um... Like I don't feel like crazy stronger when I get an upgrade. I just kind of feel like they I, I feel like like if you get like one or two upgrades in a tree, you kinda have like everything, and then everything else kinda like makes it slightly faster or slightly better, and it's just not as fun, I guess I could say. But uh, what else have I been playing? Oh, of course more Marvel Snap. Uh, I've taken a break off testing. So it's really just been kind of Marvel Snap Advance Wars. Star Wars. Took a break from the Final Fantasy games. I finished two, started four. But I I was like, you know what? I'm not going to have time for this. So I I have not played Redfall yet. Of course, we'll be getting into Redfall very soon in the show. But needless to say, I've not played Redfall for obvious reasons. I'll talk more about Redfall in a little bit. But that's all. Yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing. It's all I have to say. Remember, let me know what you've been playing in the comments or tweet me. around roundup. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mess this name up. I, I chronically mess every name up that I say. Q. Blue Kelly. Kai, Kaiu Blue Kelly, who recently was drafted by the Baltimore Ravens, says he has signed a deal with Microsoft. For a new game that will also have a movie alongside it that is described as such, quote, a, seem to, a, a, Jesus, a SEAL Team 6 that travels back in time to stop people from trying to change historic events, end quote. Said this on, it looked like, um I couldn't figure out the show. It looked like a, it looked like he was doing something with like a friend or, or maybe just was doing like some sort of talk show, I don't know, uh, or something for the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, and he just says this and then you can tell he quickly figures out he shouldn't be saying anything and immediately stops like mid-sentence so (laughs) they got so he definitely knows he shouldn't have said whatever he's talking about we'll have to figure out what he's talking about sometime later this could be something incredibly early this could be something we might see soon i don't know i don't have too much else to add really interesting premise um i i need to see (laughs) i need to see something for microsoft to be excited at this point though andy robinson mentioned on twitter that there is a star wars rts in development from a big name developer that is yet to be announced nothing much else here he was in comment to a article and he just says this so cool i don't have much to add insider gaming's tom henderson reaffirms on his website that the ps5 pro is in development and he has, quote, 100% certainty, end quote, that there is no, that there is one in development. But it, of course, could be canceled at any time. It has a tentative release date of Q4 2024. A lot of people doubted Tom Henderson's original reporting on this. am not really sure why. He's been a pretty reliable source for a lot of things. But people just really did not believe that there was a PS5 Pro in development. And it looked like he wanted to reaffirm his status or at least very reaffirm his statement i should say that there is one in development and he is certain that it is coming he did mention of course anything could be canceled but i wouldn't be shocked to see one either if you think about it we're pretty much at that point in the xbox one cycle where we were starting to get ps5 pro and xbox series um xbox one x rumblings no it's not too far out there to, to imagine something like this so we're gonna up. Let's start the actual show for the week. This is just one big topic today. As we had Phil Spencer on kind of funny XCAST do a very, very interesting interview that I want to employ everyone to go listen to. As this is going to be the the st- st- story of the week. I'm going to just be talking about that going to be dissecting a couple things that he said, and it's really a response to a bunch of things Phil Spencer said in that specific interview. So please go listen to it. It is very good. Uh, I will surmise some things here if you would not like to, but you are doing yourself a disservice. It's very interesting to see Phil say a couple things that he says. Now, the biggest point i think that's come out from this specific interview something that he says about midway through i would say it's a 40 minute interview it's about 20 minutes in he says uh in answering to reliably releasing games like Redfall and these things you know where are the games and he pretty much answers Well, just making great games won't change the market share. And he has a very interesting quote. uh, It's something along the lines of us releasing If Starfield's an 11 out of 10, people won't just leave and start selling their PS4s, right? You've lost the console share. He also goes on to add something very astute. They lost the worst generation to lose in the Xbox One uh, cycle, where everyone built up their true library of games. They bought their... uh, They bought... All of their PS4 and Xbox One games digitally, or the majority of people did, and now they've built up this library, and now you have less of a reason to move over as you would lose this giant library, right? So now you've not only lost a specific portion of that PlayStation audience, arguably forever, but you've also lost the ability for any of them to transition or reasonably transition over or even entertain your side as playstation is being too ingrained in their i guess you could say gaming lifestyle this is actually something apple is very much known for right that's why they have all of these different things they have itunes they have apple music they have movies they have t- and they did that very early and that's and a lot of of people talking economists and um, technology people etc brought up that they wanted you ingrained as easily as possible so you would be dissuaded to ever change phones, right? They wanted you to feel like, oh, well, I have iTunes. I've paid for this. I have all these, you know, et cetera. They, you have all these things on Apple. Why would you ever leave? That's a similar thing. That's what's happened in PlayStation. Not even necessarily in direct attention to PlayStation. Like, I don't think that was a part of the plan, I'll say in quotes. And let me expound on this before uh tear me up at home because I, I know a lot of people are like well nah, that's probably what they were going for but i don't think that was ever a part of the specific plan that was just a byproduct of, of what the industry was going forward i don't think at any point playstation said well um let's make sure we get them all ingrained in the sequel system so when we release the ps5 it'll be backwards and i don't think that had really happened it's clear that that wasn't really the case because they they did backwards but it wasn't like super working great and they still haven't figured out ps3 but so they they're just new to this kind of line of thinking xbox is here saying hey uh just us making great games isn't going to move the needle forward almost any and he says it very definitively um it's important to know he did have this kind of slouch demeanor they were joking on the actual uh interview that He's uh, grouchy Phil Spencer, I think is is what they called. Um, which he was visibly in a bad mood. Uh, I can't say he was very happy with Redfall. This is fresh off Redfall. I mean, fresh off Redfall. Kudos, and I said this on Twitter, I'll say it again here. Kudos on him for even showing up. This man did not have to show up to this uh, interview. Uh, I've known many of people, and I've heard many of people canceling for that very specific reason. PR uh, releases you to go talk somewhere. What you're going to talk about isn't going to be the what people want to talk about. They snatch you out of that situation, so the eyes aren't all on you. But Phil still went there. That I mean, hey, kudos, that's respect from me at least. Curious if anyone at home cares, but uh, to me, I'm really I'm sitting here and like, okay, well he still showed up. That's very impressive. And also I have to say that one thing, as I said this on Twitter prior, something I was very wrong about. When I heard about this interview, I was like, okay, uh, prior to, of course, watching it, they they announced it the day before that it would go live the next day. I was very excited, but I also mentioned that there was a couple things I was worried about. One, would kind of funny even ask pertinent questions, or could they even ask pertinent questions? No offense to them, right? This isn't something like, you aren't good at your jobs. A lot of PR and a lot of these interviews have to be... Uh, sent ahead of time like questions, what you're going to be asked some have to be approved depends on the situation Phil could probably do whatever he wants because it's Phil Spencer I'm just saying that is the situation sometimes so it's not on me to just assume oh well it's kind of funny and it's Phil of course it's not going to be scripted I don't know I was just saying unsure if it will be compelling enough of course Redfall unclear if they'd ask that unclear how deep they would get in to it and kudos to them. They asked all the questions that eh, they didn't ask all of them, but they asked like 90% of the questions that I would have wanted to hear, and they only had 40 minutes. So they really were able to get a very good interview out of 40 minutes. So kudos to everyone involved there. Uh Snowbike Mike, Paris Lily, and Gary Wood which Gary Wood is cool as fuck. Um, and everyone made great at great points. Uh Paris uh uh I remember bringing up Paris. He mentioned um, the 2020 showcase. <laughs> uh, he brought it up and said, you know, you haven't. Uh, some could argue you haven't really delivered on that promise. And Phil stops and goes, no, we have it. Uh, I'll tell you right now, we have not. We messed we messed it up. And that is something shocking that everything we, we uh, if you remember back in that 2020 showcase, showcase. Uh, Phil brings up not Phil. Um, I forget who was doing that one. It might have been Sarah Bond or something. I don't know. They said at the very beginning of that showcase, all of these games will be released in the next 12 months. Right. That was not true. It, they did not release those any like half. I think it was a good bit of those games anywhere goes 12 months. So it just did. They just did not deliver on that promise. That was another thing that they brought up. Phil pretty much addressed uh, saying they messed up. Um, he takes he he did a lot of you know I take full responsibility for a lot of this. Uh, he did not throw anyone under the bus. Kudos to him. I guess I do need to at we do at some point need to figure out what is going on. Um, is it Phil? Like, is it you? I highly doubt it is. I really don't think it is Phil Spencer. I think it's something to do with someone around him, and maybe it is him. I don't know. I'm not privy to like really being able to granularly look and be like what's the problem is it Matt booty apparently not because he seems to talk fondly about him it seems like they have a good rapport and relationship so maybe it's not him but what is the problem now speaking on what could be the problem they did kind of bring it up uh kind of like brought up redfall in specific situations like hey what happened pretty much asked what happened with the game and Phil Spencer pretty much said, like, we weren't there early enough to affect the development, apparently. So when they bought Bethesda, they never went in. we like, hey, do you need help with XYZ? Here's all of our resources to help. They pretty much stand off, And that's actually what I've heard from a lot of people kind of in the industry and what and that have kind of their their thumb on the pulse and have people inside that can tell them things that apparently the problem is that Microsoft actually might be too hands off that actually might be the problem with a lot of their their uh, scheduling they don't have a great producing role i think that's something we always forget right you every you know we always talk about the creative process we always talk about uh, this director this writer etc cetera, etc cetera, right rarely do we really discuss some one of the most important roles in a producing role someone that's there to make sure you hit deadlines and schedules hey what you know Let's make sure we don't hit this and this. So let's. This is the budget for this. No, you have to have this done for this time, right? So, I feel like that might be. Maybe that is the keyless deal that the Xbox has right now. I, I'm unsure. There is something though. This isn't just. This doesn't ha- just happen, right? No, no. I mean, other studios make mistakes, but like, this has been. You could argue a generation and a half of like just mistakes, and we haven't really seen anything come of it. We've had Halo Infinite completely stumble as soon as it launched, uh, as it was, like, redone three times or something like that. I think it was twice. But there's there was that, and now Wetfall. Like, the w- w- Xbox ecosystem is struggling for content. I say that as an Xbox fan. Uh, we just are not getting games of quality. We got Forza Horizon, great game. That's kind of all we've had for the series, right? It's kind of it. As a big major AAA game, Forza Horizon is what we have to show for it. Anyways, uh, he uh, I'll mention again. Phil does apologize for Horizon. Uh, something interesting was brought up. Uh, Gary Wood, is someone that that is very knowledgeable, he said uh, Phil said he was surprised at the reception of Redfall. He was actually very surprised. Uh, and Gary Wood, a very I, and Gary was on that question exactly what I had at that moment. Uh, he asks specifically, uh, you have mock reviews, right? You, Microsoft's a huge company. You mock review all these things. You pay for this service from third parties, right? Someone comes in, you pay them. They mock review, you they write it up. Boom, here it is. And Phil says, yes, we, we did do that. And w- there were double digits lower than what he thought. Double digits, that is a big deal. And usually... As far as I understand, and what I've heard, mock reviews are generally harsher than what a review tends to be. So this is like double, uh, double negative on the overall situation of that being a mock reviewed score, right? Like I've that's as far as I understood. Like usually the mock review will be a, a little more negative than the general audience would, and they still were ne- were lower than anticipated. That is sh- pretty shocking to hear. Pretty shocking to hear. Maybe whoever they use isn't very good, or maybe there was some sort of disconnect. Maybe the mock review just had some sort of predisposition to like it. Who knows? But that was very crazy to hear. And as far as I understand, in recent memory, one of the only times we've actually heard from someone saying mock reviews is is you know something that happens we we've known about it but it's not really talked about it's very it was very interesting to hear as something we've always heard about but very fun to hear them uh, being sent from someone that knows everything about them um I think uh, I'm getting close to pretty much everything I wanted to touch on um he did mention that uh, they will revisit their process with this um the actual idea of Redfall. Um, I remember near the end of the interview, they specifically asked, right now, will you say, do we know 30 or 60 frames per second? Will we know about Starfield? During their showcase that they actually announced the day after Redfall came out, of course, to try and move away the <laughs> the smoke from the Redfall launch and, and, and the multiple, multiple, multiple um, angry, angry people And uh, bad, bad uh, reviews and things. They they released a showcase announcement. I'll go ahead and say that. That was in date updates. I'll say it now. The Xbox showcase was announced for June 11th at 10 a.m. Pacific. The Starfield showcase will follow immediately after. So, and um, Phil Spencer goes on the record and says, you will know about 30, 60 frames ahead of time is presumably at this. (laughs) Well, I have to imagine he would not have addressed that so confidently, and he was very confident. He was like, yes, you, we will talk about it ahead of time, because um, they did say it um a bit late. You could argue with the game, and then of course reviews were late, so it was there were so many things pointing to this game being bad, and then it launched, and, and it was. Uh, the entire game is broken and they always brought up like hey w- what comes in with delays like how does a delay work in the ecosystem and someone said at uh, someone I'm sorry Phil Spencer said uh the the idea of a delaying redfall doesn't do anything oh my God as the creative vision wasn't there, pretty much saying like reviewing or sorry reviewing sorry, delaying redfall wouldn't do anything. Right. A lot of people argue like the A.I. is just completely terrible, but apparently there isn't that many like straight up bugs. There are completely broken A.I. that just straight up doesn't work. And the entire mission structure of the game is terrible. I heard like there's a literally a mission where you pick up an item and you can fast travel to another base and give it to them there. And that's the mission so like there's like entire and apparently that's like not uncommon in that game so there's entire just there's entire like design philosophies that just don't work in the game and he brought that up as like well you know what at that point what does that delay do right you get to polish it more again you can argue that the ai should have been fixed etc etc i agree with you but at that point they were probably like get this thing out this is the we messed up it seems like arcane austin were very clear like we we just didn't know they probably just didn't know what they were doing um and they wanted to try something different uh they also bring up this interview for uh, phil spencer and gary wood himself brings up like very good quote actually uh, gary wood mentions that uh, failure isn't the opposite of success it's a part of it right you 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 fail uh you fail now and learn from that to succeed later Phil even mentions like he he very much likes the quote and then goes on to say like yeah you know they'll never stop a studio from trying something different right and that's kind of what you see in Redfall that Redfall is something pretty I mean there's nothing like Redfall in their other games you could argue that it's a first-person shooter that's a bib right they they did Dishonored and Prey it's kind of the only similarities they share they have some RPG elements I heard from some reviewer that it, it does kind of feel like Corvo's abilities, but just cut up in a bunch of pieces and, like, put it between, like, four people. So maybe it is much more similar than I give it credit for. But at least they did try something different, and but they did completely fall on their face with this game. Uh, and it's very sad to see, as I saw uh, what I bring up a bunch of times, people saying, you know, oh, yeah, it's it, whatever, it's game. It's, it's on Game Pass. Like, oh, that's not the that isn't what we want to hear. You do not want to hear that. Dequalifying a game and saying, "Oh, it's fine for Game Pass." Like, "Oh, that does not sound savory to me as we're completely devaluing these games and it's like, "Oh, it's fine because it's on Game Pass." Like, "Uh, no. No, 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 no. We we have to be more pickier than that. We can't just set aside criticism and say, "Eh, hey, you know, it's on Game Pass. That's it's whatever." No no we have to be more constructive than that let's let's build on criticism and these things and don't just say like i and it's it's, you're on it's on game pass you know consume it you know just consume it so let's hope that is not going to be indicative of of future releases and also indicative of future criticism as it's very 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 sad to see when i see someone be like yeah it's on game pass so like who cares like oh whoa Whoa, completely demeaning the entire thing why why we want. We shouldn't be so okay with mediocrity if it's just given to us like that on a plate. We should, uh, we should have more of a gumption or more of a uh more of a combative tone not even combative uh, we should have more criticism ready to delve out as we see fit and not just write something off that way as it just doesn't really do anything either way right i think i mentioned pretty much everything i wanted to say in the interview i want to quickly go back to the point just making great games won't change the market share i understand i think what he meant by this again this is a 40 minute interview couldn't really expand on that because uh, it was just rapid fire kind of throughout the whole thing not rapid and rapid fire is not a good way but again great interview everyone listened to it but he says this and it really did give me pause and it's something I've tried to ponder before doing this episode. And i really sat here to try and think what what did he mean by that, right? And I think I understand his general idea of what behind it, right? And he is technically true because he does expound on it saying, like, you know, we lost the worst generation lose. Everyone's got the libraries now. Now it's tied to your profile. You can't just leave that for a lot of people. And that might be why he's... Not might be. this probably the why he's went to Game Pass. Saying, hey, we lost. We need to pivot from what we are doing. We're not going to beat them now. They have a library. So how do we get them a library that they already have available to them? Boom. You start with Game Pass. You have, hey, at any point you come to our system, you immediately with a subscription service, have access to 100 plus games. Boom. It isn't those games that you bought prior. Maybe it is some of them. Maybe some of them they're not. But, you know, you can argue, like, hey, you know, this is a better value. With a couple dollars a month, you have yeah, any of these games. And every now and then, we release one of our first-party games on there, and we hope it's good. Uh, and really, it is. But I wanted to quickly bring that up uh one more time as i understand what he means and i uh, my knee-jerk reaction was say what uh uh what do you mean uh if you don't make a great game like you don't move the needle you definitely do but but he's he's right to steal sharing to to steal market share from the kind of bubble that they have to work with right if there's like a total number of gamers that you'll ever have and like you're able to like knife off from nintendo and xbox Excuse me, had something in my an eyelash, in my. Then you do have to have an ease of use. That's probably why Xbox has completely pivoted to a, you know, oh we're a system, but like we're Xbox and we can be on anything. We can be on your PC and you could just play sir. Uh, you could just pay a fee and you can play there. You can, uh, we could be on your TV and just on your TV. And again, I'm sure this will happen one day, um, either on your PlayStation or Switch one day. I'm sure that will happen. Won't be shocked at all if if that occurs one day. Excuse me. Okay. No. It's nothing important. Um, I think that's really all I have to pull apart in this interview as it was very, again, it was very good. I actually wish they had more time to expand on some more things, but I think that's everything I did want to cover. So Let's move on to date updates. We have more Game Pass stuff to bro over. This is coming soon to Game Pass. If uh, some of this is already live as of hearing this, of course, Redfall launch, Cloud PC, Xbox Series S and X, uh, May fourth. So yesterday, Ravenlock, Cloud Console, and PC, May fourth. This is available day one on Game Pass. Apparently, I I want to try this because it is available day one on Game Pass. Thing, an action packed fairy tale adventure by Coco Cucumber. Let's get. Follow your curiosity through a mystical mirror into a lost land of terrifying monsters and a malevolent queen. With your sword, unleash your spells and fight your way through beastly bo- bosses in lush handcrafted environments. The art looks very good. It seems, um, paper mache? I'm pretty sure is like, the right word I'm going for. Everything looks like it's kind of made, like, from, like, a paper-esque thing. Looks very cool. I kind of want to try this. Weird West, definitive edition Xbox Series next on May 8th. Very interested in that shadow run trilogy comes to pc game pass may 9th fuga melodies of steel 2 cloud console pc may 11th that's available day one on game pass and then that looks like yep that's everything for game pass let's say everything leaving may 15th this is everything leaving may 15th so either play them or secure your 20 percent off of your purchase if you want to keep any of these games so Before we leave, this is Leaving Cloud Console and PC, Danganronpa 2, Goodbye Despair, Anniversary Edition, Cloud Console and PC, Hearts of Iron 4 for PC, Her Story for PC, Umarangi, Umaranga? Umaranga is probably what it is. Yeah, Umaranga, yeah, Generation Special Edition, Cloud Console and PC. Some more data updates. Spider-Man Remastered is available standalone for the first time since its release alongside Miles Morales at the PS5 launch. If you have the Spider-Man on PS4, it's a $10 upgrade, I believe. And then I think it's $30 by itself for $40. I don't remember. Uh, but it's one of those. Uh, the prequel comic for uh, Spider-Man 2 is going to be due out for Free Comic Book Day on May 6th. So look out for that. Very exciting for that. And we already talked about the showcase. As a reminder, Xbox showcase has been announced for June 11th. At 10 a.m. Pacific. And then the Starfield Showcase will follow immediately after. And that is everything for day updates. And now we have of course. No oh, no no there's one more. I'm sorry there's one more. Digital PS4 and Xbox versions of Marvel's Midnight Sun. Will launch a slot alongside. The fourth DLC called Bloodstorm. Of course this is adding Storm from X-Men. Um, that will launch of course Thursday May 11th. But they did cancel the Switch version. The Switch version will not come out they have canceled that so and that concludes their first chapter of dlc that includes deadpool venom morbius and storm so all four are out so you can go play them so you had to have bought in the legendary edition or bought the season pass for the game now what is queued up this is of course what i ask you and of course i ask myself what is queued up for the weekend what do you have on deck, is, it could be a game, a podcast, a book, a comic book, a manga, a podcast, TV show, if really anything. What do you have queued for the weekend? For me, started watching rehearsal on HBO. Very good. I'm watching that. Uh, hilarious. I love Nathan for you. So this is just, I mean, this is perfect. Perfect show for me. This guy's hilarious um i just watched book of mormon i forgot to bring that up by the way me and my wife went to a show at book of mormon hilarious fucking hilarious play oh my god i loved loved every second of it it's probably one of the funniest things i've ever seen it is very much a good time um more advanced war- oh I, and i finished advanced wars one so i'm going to be playing advanced wars two i'm already on like the sixth level so i'll be slowly piecing my way through that of course the superior game so so good cannot wait to start piecing through that I will be finishing Star Wars most likely by the next time you hear me I hopefully will have a spoiler cast ready for you by uh by the next week following following next week right so so not not next week but the week after most likely but perfect if if in a perfect world I finish Star Wars this weekend I get that spoiler cast at some point between Monday and Wednesday for you I don't know we'll figure that out aside from that that's pretty much it I will be going back to Final Fantasy IV, of course, at some point. But I completely committed to Star Wars right now, as I want to finish that. I just got to an incredibly cool part. Of course, I can't. I will not be spoiling for you, but who uh, you will know what part I'm talking about when you get to it. I, I had a giant smile on my face the entire time. It was very cool. Loved it. Aside from that, it's gonna be it for this week's show. Thank you so much for listening. Especially if you made it this far into the show, this is the last few seconds, so it's always nice when someone listens all the way through. Thank you so much. Um, you know what to do, so I'm not going to bore you with any of that. I uh, will see you next week. Uh, keep in tune to the show. I'm going to be trying new things out. Uh, I'm going to be getting guests back. Let me know what everyone thinks about these subtle changes to the show over the next couple weeks. A couple new backgrounds and these things. Uh, just pol- doing some polishing, doing doing some uh, engine work, I guess you you would call it, like really sprucing things up. So, until next time, go shave.